Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Zurich, Switzerland. Here at my old friend's church, Zoe Gospel Center here in Zurich, uh, Peter and Vivian Hassler. Gosh, it's been 12 years since I was here. Peter and I went to school together 43 years ago. Wow. Had such a great time at Rhema, Germany. Had so much, gosh, the, the Holy Spirit Conference was fun. We taught on end times. And then we did the graduation. Then we've been here in Zurich at the Bible school and at the church. The churches are so strong, doing great. And uh, head back to the States tomorrow. We're going to be going to Israel tomorrow, but that got altered a little bit. So uh, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. And boy, based on what you've seen the last couple of weeks, it sure preaches to us that the nations are falling in place, getting in line. Just like in a football game, you know, when, when they're practicing at the beginning of the game, you know the game's getting close. But once they line up on the 35 to, to, to kick off, you know the game's about to start. You're seeing the nations basically get more and more and more in position for the coming of the Lord. So remember Jesus, He only rebuked the crowd one time. He rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again. And what did He say? He said, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So He wanted us to know. And then you had him go into where the Mad Magadera was, and the demons cried out, Are you come to torment us before the time? Well, they knew he was on a schedule, but he was early. So if demons could know the schedule, how much more the church? So we are literally watching the setup for the king to come back. So that means we make changes. You know, I hear people go, Well, you don't need to preach on end times. You get everybody's hopes up. Duh, that's exactly right. And it's a finish line mentality. You see the finish line, you accelerate, you run faster. So... There, there's so much happening, which I know it's horrible what's happening, but it's sure bringing the attention of the whole world to a little piece of real estate where our king was born, Israel. Wow. So let's pick up with what's happened this last week. Uh, in the last couple of days, it's just been horrendous of what's been coming to light. Looking at what Hamas has had, they got the USB cords from Hamas and the little ports showing how they were being taught to make chemical weapons and taught to cut the heads off of babies and uh, you're dealing with crazy people. And you had the UN the last couple of days, you had uh, the Secretary General basically blamed Israel for Hamas attacking them. And you, I said it last week, you're going to see an absolute rise of public opinion completely against Israel, even though what they're doing is they're defending themselves. So it's Lucifer pushing people to the point that you, you got uh, Hezbollah in the northern part of Israel and the, where Lebanon is firing missiles down toward Israel. You had Israel do another airstrike on the Aleppo airport and on the Damascus airport. You had Israel do some airstrikes in Syria itself. So Israel's having to literally go from just the Gaza operation to get ready to do the ground operation to Lebanon in the north, and then you got Syria on the other side. You had even Iran firing missiles through the, uh, the Houthi rebels. You had a United States destroyer take out, I believe it was about 14 drones and about six uh, missiles. So... Uh, they're even helping Israel's blind side there. So, man, it's hard to even comprehend how long this is going to last. But in the middle of this, you got leaders all over the, the world watching their true colors come forward, how they're coming against Israel. They're blaming Israel for having to kill people in, in, in Gaza, which is absolutely insane. You know, when Israel gave the land back to the Palestinians, when it was actually Israel's to have because they won it in war, every time people attack Israel, Israel ends up with more land. So what, what they did was they instantly started firing rockets. But the wild thing is, is this has been happening for the last year and a half to two and a half. There have been rockets fired every single day, not like it was the last couple of weeks. The last couple of weeks was absolutely 
an amazing thing that happened that people have called it and even Israel's called it their 9-11 on steroids. They've had so many people get killed. So you watch the changes that are happening right now. Turkey came out today verbalizing what they're doing as they want to literally take over Israel. Remember Erdogan said, we'll call on all of Islam and ascend to the Temple Mount and take the Temple Mount from the Jews. You had Turkey today talk about if, if Israel goes into Gaza, you've got Iran going to activate. Turkey said it's going to open up Pandora's box. Well, Israel has to defend itself. That's why we're living in such a volatile time. It should excite us. As sad it is for them, sad it is for the world, for the church, there should be an expectancy. There should be a joy. There is no bad news for the church, but man, for the world, you see all the stuff happening to put nations in position. Literally, some things had to happen with, with stronger nations to allow Russia to go into Crimea, to allow Russia to go into Ukraine, to be a setup for what's going to happen very soon. We're going to watch TV and you're going to watch Damascus be, be removed from being a city, Isaiah 17, 1. So many more things are happening. You had Hamas try to come in from the sea. Israel stopped them there. You got Hamas still firing rockets. My phone goes off with uh, notifications from the Jerusalem Post with city after city after city that's under still a barrage of rockets from Gaza. So Israel's going to have to continue to do this. We've got to pray for them, got to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And then we watch the other things happening with asteroids, with uh, you got the, the, the flooding that's going on. So it's just a real interesting time like the days of Noah. So we always go back to the Word. Though. What does the Word say? This is what we can count on always. This never changes. Circumstances come and go, but the Word never fails us. You have Israel made a nation, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away to all fulfilled. The Hebrew language restored. Ethiopian Jews brought back. Fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You've got the fertility of the land. So you have all this. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to have sacrifices. Foxes showing up on the Temple Mount. Fish in the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea turning blood red last fall where Sodom and Gomorrah is on the Day of Atonement. It's crazy. Ritual baths around the Temple Mount filling up with water. You have men will be lovers themselves with selfie sticks. You've got 172 different species of predatory birds that start showing up in the land. So you've got the cleanup crew in Israel right now. So you've got sign after sign after sign after sign. This is it. I hear people say, is this really it? This is really it. That people go, oh, those signs have all happened before. No, they've never happened before. Specific things to our generation showing us that the king's coming back. But then you go from signs to signals. You've got blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Crazy. Four in a row. NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row like that? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the Egypt of expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue. What did he do? He founded America. What did America become? A safe harbor for the Jews. Then you had the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. Regulus did retrograde motion. It formed a crown on Jupiter. So that happened at the birth of Jesus. So even the heavens are signaling the glory of God. What is the glory of God? The king being manifested. What was the constellation? Virgo, because of the virgin birth. This last year you had it again. What was the constellation? Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. First time in 2,000 years you had those planets come together. So what's what does that mean to us? The king's coming back. What do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. Let's be engaged. Let's be uh, involved. And when, when you're getting ready to get married, you're engaged. You talk more, not less. 
Let's spend more time with the King than we ever have before. Let's help our local church. Let's get as many people saved as we can. And let's continue to pray for Israel because this is a really an interesting time leading them into that seven years of Jacob's trouble. As horrific as all that is, it's a setup for them to accept Jesus as their Messiah. So, wow, these are Bible days right now that we're about to see the King. Go for it. You'll be glad you did. And we honor Him and magnify Him because He died for us. Let Jesus be first and foremost in everything about your life. Man, have a great week. We'll come back and see what's happened this next week. No telling what's happened while we're gone, but we'll see you next Wednesday. Have a blessed, awesome week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.